What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here on another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. As you can see by the title, we're going to talk about the LGBTQ plus community because there is no way in hell you can talk about sex education or, or say that you love sex education or even entertain the topic of sex if you don't include the LGBTQ plus community because they are crucial. They are actually one of the biggest crucial people when it comes to sex education and sex history now if you don't know for whatever reason why you don't know what lgbtq stands for l is for lesbian those are two women who are not just two women but those are women who are attracted to their same gender their same sex women who are attracted to women gay are men males who are attracted to other males B in LGBTQ plus is for bisexual. That can be a man or a woman, male or female, who is attracted to both genders, both male and female. T stands for transsexual or transgender, someone who basically classifies or sees themselves as a different gender than what they were born as. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course. And the Q stands for queer. Let me put this out there before I even continue this episode. Um... When it comes to LGBTQ plus people, the community, homosexuality, anything of that nature, they are still people regardless at the end of the day. The only thing that makes them oh so different is who they are attracted to, who they are sexually attracted to as well. People who are part of the LGBTQ plus community are sexually attracted, physically attracted, and mentally attracted to that sex. So, of course, the L, lesbian, it is a woman who is sexually, mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally attracted to women. G, gay, men, same thing. B, bisexual, attracted to both. Physically, mentally, sexually, and spiritually. Just had to put that out there so that way you guys won't be like, oh, they're just attracted to, like, da-da-da-da-da. No, they're attracted to them in different ways and different levels. So, anyways, let's talk about it. So, one thing that needs to be discussed when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community is their rights and privilege. Even if you don't agree with what they have going on, you must admit heterosexual love is the only or it's primarily displayed on social platforms and entertainment type things. Meaning... In most movies, in most TV shows, in most situations when it comes to love, most of the time, I'm not saying all of the time, I'm not saying 88% of the time, I'm just saying most of the time, you will see a man get with a woman and they make love however they do it. Whether they make love and the situation doesn't work out, they make love and they get married, whatever. You see a man with a woman. One of the things that the LGBTQ plus community stands for is wanting to be publicly shown the same type of way heterosexual love is shown. There is nothing wrong with that because... I would. I am not a part of the LGBTQ plus community, but I support them like hell. I support pride. I support love, whoever you want to love. I support love is love. So I can understand from their perspective, let's say you are a teenager or an adolescent, young adult, whatever, and you are out at the movies watching, at the movies with your parents or who the hell ever you're at the movies at. And you're sitting down watching this movie and you see these two, this couple 
who is kissing on each other, loving on each other, and all this other kind of stuff. And while everybody else is like, oh, that's so sweet. Ooh, la, 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 la. And everyone else is getting all these different kind of sensations and stuff from it. You don't feel the same way. Why don't you feel the same way? You don't feel the same way because you're attracted to something different. That's not what turns you on. Being in a heterosexual situation is not what gets you going. I personally feel like it should be more situations and should be more open to have more homosexual relationships, LGBTQ plus friendly shows and stuff like that, that makes that shows that it is okay to love somebody that is not the typical standard of love. Not everybody has to be with a man if you are a woman and not every woman has to be with a man. Because sometimes the love of your life could be the same gender as you and you just wouldn't know it because you are so stuck on what society says. For anyone that's heterosexual, if someone was to ask you, how did you know that you were straight? How do you know that you were a heterosexual person? How did you know that the opposite gender is what you were attracted to? If you are not able to honestly give them a concrete answer, then there's a possibility that you don't know much about yourself. If somebody was to come to me and say, hey, fairy, hey, Selena, how do you know that you're a heterosexual? Or how do you know that you are more so into men than women? I know because whenever I looked at porn, the thing that I focused on mostly was dick. I know that I was a heterosexual woman because when I tried to be in a relationship with a woman or even tried to be serious with a female slash woman slash girl, whatever, I was not willing to go above and beyond for her, but I would do anything for a man. I knew that I would consider myself a heterosexual. I know that I wanted to be in a heterosexual relationship because I lust. I love the idea of sucking dick, a real dick putting a real dick inside of me there are multiple things about heterosexual relationships that stimulates my brain and my body and that's how i know that i'm a heterosexual if i have someone else was to come to ask me that and i was like i don't know i'm just saying i'm just straight just because that's all i've seen that's all i've known you will never truly know what is going to make you sincerely happy because it could be a possibility that maybe this whole time you need a loving from the same gender and you just didn't know that i'm not trying to convince nobody or say like you know you might even look the other way or anything like that. But that's just one of the things that the LGBTQ plus community stands for is their rights. As a black woman, I understand what it means to like have your rights taken away. We are not having rights at all. Women just got the right to vote not too long ago. Let's not act like civil rights was a very, very long time ago. It wasn't. It's really around the corner. Time is just moving really fast and it's giving you the perception that things happened so long ago when it really didn't. And all they're saying is they want their rights and privileges, just like anybody else who want rights and privileges. Abraham Lincoln said, we, no, that's not what he said. All humans are created equal, something like that. Even the preamble says that we the people in order to put, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, and ensure, ensure domestic tranquility. That is in the United States preamble. So we should give the LGBTQ plus community the same privilege and rights the same way we give heterosexual situations. That's all I gotta say. Okay, so the next part. The LGBTQ plus community is essential to sexuality and sex education because they are confident in each person they are involved with. They are confident in themselves. Excuse me, I messed that up. The LGBTQ plus community is very, very confident in themselves. 
I don't know if you guys have ever sat down and really paid attention to someone who is a part of the LGBTQ plus community, but they are very confident in themselves. They are well established on who they are and how they like to be handled and all this other kind of thing. Why? Because think of all the shit they have to go through. Think about it. You have to come out to somebody you love and tell them, hey, I'm not straight. What is this coming out process? Did you have to come out? If you are a heterosexual, did you have to come out to your parents and say, hey, I'm a heterosexual? No, you didn't. Your parents just saw that you were dating guys or girls or you were texting a lot of guys and a lot of girls. They saw that you were hanging out with different genders and all this other kind of stuff. And they just assumed that you were going to be that way. Why is it that an LGBTQ plus person has to sit down with their parents and be like, hey, mom and dad, I'm gay. Hey, mom and dad, I'm attracted to my same sex. Hey, mom and dad, I don't feel like my body is my body. The whole coming out process is a lot to come forward with. Imagine you being a teenager and you have to tell your parents that you're pregnant. That's hard to do. That same kind of strength and energy that it takes for you to tell your parent that you're pregnant is the same, it's somewhat, I'm not gonna compare, but it's somewhat the same kind of energy and confidence and stability you have to have within yourself to tell your parents the exact same thing. Those people are confident. Do you know how much confidence you have to have to be a man, but you feel as if that you are not a man, you feel like you are a woman, so now you're going through the process to doing what you feel like is best for you and your body and to get judged every single day because of it? Do you know what it feels like to be in love with someone who, ha- who is the same gender as you, but because you also have a love for your religion and a love for your family, you keep a part of yourself hidden? Do you know how it feels to hide a part of your personality or a part of who you are just to abide by society's standards and rules? Do you know how hard that is? And for some of you, you might be like, yeah, I know how hard it is. Do- to take that same type of pressure and multiply it times 30 and that's the same kind of shit they deal with that stuff is hard it's hard and if you sitting here and you're listening to this and you're like i'm a black person it's hard to be black you damn skippy it's hard to be black in today's society i totally agree with you on that because the shit that they do to black people is freaking wild and i'm a black woman but i'm not gonna sit here and also ignore the fact that the lgbtq plus community goes through shit too they might not go through the same black shit which they do There's still some similarities between the LGBTQ plus community and the black community, but I'm not here to compare the two. I'm just here to say that they also have their own struggles and their own problems, and we should also be there to help them and be an aid to them. But those people are confident, and I'm saying those people as if they're different. The LGBTQ plus community, they're confident as hell in who they are. Do you know how hard it is to really sit there and live with the fact that there are jobs who will not accept you because you're gay? There are organizations who will push you to the side because you're gay. Accepting all of those things times 10 is a lot to take in, especially depending on what age you are when you're willing to accept it. Imagine being a child, and you guys, I'm just going to tell this story like real, real quick before I get back to the rest of the episode. When I was in high school, there was this dude um, in my high school class I was really, really cool with. 
literally and i think i told the story before literally there was hella people who did not fuck with him just because he was gay what does that have to do with anything he could sing he could act he could dance he was very talented he was so smart full of life full of laughter a beautiful soul and a beautiful spirit but why people didn't fuck with him because he was gay it doesn't matter who if he's sucking dick or if he licking pussy at the end of the day still give this man his flowers do you guys know what this what they did to this man they jumped him after school and left him with a black eye and his nose was bleeding why because he was gay and then years later some of the people who had an issue with him they turned out to be gay how does that work y'all sitting here getting mad at him because he's confident, he's established in who he is, and he understands that this is his personality, and he's not hiding from it, and he's not running from it. But instead of just being his friend, or doing the simple thing that anybody could do, ignore his ass, you guys decided to jump him, or make fun of him, bully him, do all these other kind of things because he was liking dick. That's childish, and that's upsetting, and that's sad. And he was confident in his shit. Imagine being in high school in the ninth grade, knowing damn well you like dick and you're confident. And you have to live with that. You have to live with the whole thing of everybody else is looking at you as if you're something different, as if you're an animal, as if you're ugly, you're terrible, you're nasty. Come on now. Like, it's so childish, and I veered off from my point and stuff like that because it's, like, a really passionate subject because I really hate when people make fun of the LGBTQ plus community in certain ways because it's like, damn, they go through a lot of shit. They go through a lot of shit. Another point, the LGBTQ plus community has a sex education program that breaks stigmas around LGBTQ plus claims. I hate to bring this up because I do view him as a good rapper or whatever the case may be, but the baby. I understand that his whole thing, when he had came out and was like, I didn't know, instead of you guys attacking me, you guys should educate me. But it's people like him, he's not the only person who have said stuff like that. He's probably just the main person who came out and said something publicly. But this whole stigma around the LGBTQ plus community has AIDS. They're the ones who's spreading viruses. They're the ones who's spreading STDs. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. No, the fuck it's not. Don't you put the blame on the fucking community because everybody has their own level of accountability because some of y'all be out here fucking people who are a part of the LGBT plus community, but then go home and have sex with your wives and your husband knowing damn well you don't even like them. You know that you are gay. You know that you are a part of the homosexual community, but instead of owning up to your shit, you want to hide in the dark. That's why they call it a trade. A trade is somebody who's not ready to be out of the closet all the way in the LGBT plus community. It's somebody who likes to be down low, a DL person why you rather be dl and keep it a secret hide a part of who you are because you feel like you don't want to deal with their problems all the way but then it's people like you who also come back and also stir up drama and start issues be confident in who you're in who you are and yourself it's okay if you are bisexual that's what the b is for bisexual is does not mean a bisexual woman or only women can be bisexual that is not true any person can be bisexual male female non-binary it don't fucking matter they have a, the lgbtq plus community 
has a sex education program that breaks the stigma of everything surrounding their name. Do you know how tiring that has to be for you to come out and say like, hey, you're gay and here's a myth about you being gay and then you have to come out and break that stigma. What stigmas are we breaking as a heterosexual community? Because if that's the case, then there needs to be a sex education class on how it's not always men who are cheating. It's not always black men who are cheating, but they're the ones that's always being talked about. I did a poll on my Twitter and my Instagram where I had asked who cheats the most. I can tell you now, 55% went to women and 45% went to men. So if 55% of the people who follow me on social media can say that women cheat more than men, but... What do we hear about more on social media? What is shown more on movie, on movie screens, on television shows, on anything dealing with entertainment? The thing that we are displayed all the time is men cheat on women. But that's not true. Women cheat more than men do. And that's a heterosexual stigma. But yet we still go with it and we still flow with it, but it's not true. So why is it that we have to have the LGBTQ plus community have to come in and break certain stigmas about them when we all know damn well it's not true, but you'd rather still go run with the lie than face the truth. Do you know how difficult that is and how complicated that is? Live in your truth. And I feel, I personally feel like that is what the LGBTQ plus community stands for. Living in your truth, owning it, not being afraid, not being insecure. When you see them, you see confidence. You see like a ball of sunshine. You see it. Their flag is a rainbow and it just makes sense. A rainbow, not because they're colorful or anything like that. It's a rainbow because look at what they're embodying. They're embodying confidence, happiness, purity, love, loving yourself and then loving others. It is a reason why, I also put this fun fact out there before I um, end this podcast. It is a reason why the LGBTQ plus community have a higher orgasm rate than a heterosexual couple. If you never heard this in any of my podcasts before, or if you didn't see me, if you didn't see me post it on social media, then check this out. An LGBT, ugh, I won't even do the whole title. A gay couple, if they have sex a hundred times, there is a ninety-five. That out of those hundred times, ninety times, ninety to ninety-five times, that gay couple will orgasm. And when I say gay couple. I don't mean to like offend anybody, but when I say gay, I'm not just saying gay as in um, two men. I'm saying gay as in two women, two men, two transgender, one transgender, one um, heterosexual, but they like to date transgender people, whatever. It is a higher percentage of an of a homosexual relationship to orgasm than it is a heterosexual relationship. In a heterosexual relationship, the woman will orgasm 65% of the time where a man will orgasm 95% of the time. You know how fucked up that is? That there is a whole 30% missing in a, in a heterosexual relationship, but in a homosexual relationship, it's a higher orgasm rate. Why is that? It is that way because not only one, are they having sex with somebody who has the same body parts as them and they know what feels good to them. So then they reiterate it to the other person. And it's also too, because they take their time because they understand that this is not something always talked about. 
It's not easy to scissor. It's not easy to put a dick in the ass. Yes, it's probably easier to suck dick and eat pussy, but it's not easy to have that connection to scissor with somebody. It's not easy to put a strap on and then use it just to have sex. It's not easy to finger somebody. It's not easy to sit there and take dick in the ass, all shapes and sizes, curves and stuff like that, and in different positions. What you may think is easy in a heterosexual relationship, it's probably not as easy as you think in a homosexual relationship but what do they do? They take their time. The LGBTQ plus community is beneficial and essential to sex education, to sex history, to sexual liberation. They are proud of who they are and they are, most of the time, seven times out of 10, a homosexual person is willing to try more things than a heterosexual person, which is four times out of 10. We have to break these stigmas of treating people in the LGBTQ plus community as if they are nobodies, as if they are the problem, as if they are the issue when they are not. They are a part of what society needs. Whenever you want to get your hair done or your hair laid and slayed, what you look at? Gay people. When you want to look at outfits or look, a lot of slang comes from the LGBTQ plus community. A lot of outfit inspirations come from the LGBTQ plus community. A lot of times when you see these makeup artists, hairstylists, whatever, they come from the LGBTQ plus community. So because that community has done so much for society and all they're asking for in return is respect, I feel like that's the least we could give them. Same-sex marriage just came, just became legal when Obama was in office. But before that, divorce rates were through the fucking sky. There were statistics saying that heterosexual couple, no, excuse me. There were statistics saying that homosexual couples don't deserve to be parents. But no, it wasn't statistics. It was articles, excuse me, saying that homosexual couples don't deserve to be parents. But statistics have proven that a homosexual couple has better parenting skills than a heterosexual couple. What does that say? That says a lot about society. That says a lot about people. And it also says a lot about what we need to do as a group of people to just learn about our fucking business. <laughs> That's really it. Like the point of this podcast episode is mainly to mind your fucking business. It doesn't matter who's fucking who, how many times they fuck them or how many times they want to fuck them or how many people they slept with or who they love, who they want to be with, who they want to interact with any of that none of that shit matters what matters is who do you love you love yourself you appreciate yourself you see yourself as a good person you view yourself as all these positive and wonderful things focus on your goddamn self and don't worry about what somebody else is doing in their bedroom and also treat them with respect if that person's pronouns is he him she her they them what the fuck ever respect it just respect it everyone deserves love everyone deserves to be treated with respect no matter who they fucking how they fucking them or where they're fucking them everybody deserves respect and so boom bada bing ba boom ba bam that is the end of this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it 
and peace in the Middle East. Goodbye.